0: Welcome to the Forward Marketing Podcast, the podcast that covers internet marketing strategies and leadership tactics to move your business forward with your host, Joshua Jarvis. Welcome Forward Marketing Podcast listeners. That's the number four, rdmarketing.com. I am your host, Joshua Jarvis, and I have a local SEO-filled podcast for you guys today super excited about this as always it is my dream to move your business forward and so I hope uh, over the last few weeks you've been listening to the podcast hopefully you've learned something I love getting your emails at podcast at forwardmarketing.com I love seeing the comments and the, the just the communication that you guys are giving me It is giving me fuel to the fire to do this. And so I had a few questions about local SEO and decided to do a local SEO uh, specific podcast for small business owners. Okay. So this is kind of like local SEO 101, um, but there's going to be one or two little tips here for you guys that are kind of listening, hanging on, wondering, you know, gee, he talks for 15 minutes and yet there's only one or two things I can take away this Hopefully, we'll have one or two things you will pick up as well. Um, so first and foremost, local SEO. What is it? Um, we did cover it back in podcast, I think 001, um, but local SEO is the uh, map searches. It's the, when you search for you know pizza guy near me, it's the thing that pops up on the map and then you've got the different results. And so that's uh, local SEO. And so you wanna be on the map, of course. And so you've, if you're a small business owner and you've been there for a while, you've probably already gotten the calls from places like Yelp and Yellow Pages and Yext and all these other things. And so let's just rewind, forget everything we know about local SEO and local searches and um, kind of rewind and, and kind of go from there. So the first thing I want you to do is if you're using Chrome is go up into the right-hand corner and look for um, the little uh, dot, dot, dot. Um, It's not quite the hamburger icon, um, but it's the dot, 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 and go to new incognito window, or Control plus Shift plus N, and you'll get an incognito window. What that's gonna do is kinda help um, Google give you a little bit better uh, results when it comes to search, because I'm about to have you search um, for your business and city name. So if you're a real estate agent, um, you type in uh, real estate agents in city. Um, if you're an insurance agent or a um, contractor or roofer, roofer in city and see what pops up. Now your, your results aren't gonna be the same all the time, but uh, it should give you uh, an idea of who's on the map and what you're competing with and what does it look for. It's kind of important to pay attention because if you're a restaurant owner, for instance, um, there's, you can see that some of the restaurants have um, their menus on there, for instance. Um, If you've got uh, a store, you might have a price list for things. Um, If you're like an auto place, you know, you might have again, like priceless or, or, or later on we'll talk about coupons and those sort of things. So you just kinda wanna see what your competition is doing. If you already have a, a Google My Business uh, page, then you wanna see what uh, what is already ranking there. So, but the first step is to go and see what your competition is. The second step is go to your Google My Business page. Okay, so you wanna, if you haven't had one, uh, again, there'll be a link in the show notes as there always is. Um, but you want to go and take a look at, um, at your listing. Is it, is it really optimized? I don't mean in the sort of cheesy way where you're like if you're a real estate agent, you're like real estate agent, comma, realtor in city name, realty, and there's no real name. Like if your business name is Hannon Properties, for instance, then it should be Hannon Properties. Now you could say Hannon Properties of uh, Buford. Or you could say, um, you know, ransom insurance of Winder, you know, a nationwide company or something like that. You could certainly do that. And to me, that's much more creative though than um, sort of stuffing these things in there. So just make sure that your Google My Business page is sort of, I don't wanna say optimized, because I, I hate the way that that comes across, um, but you wanna make sure that you've got that. And once you've got that, the important thing on local SEO is the citation or the NAP, if you will. Well, if you remember, NAP means name, address, phone number. All right. Um, And it should be really NAPW because the website matters a lot as well. So once you've registered that, you want to make sure that your name, address, phone number and website are exactly the same everywhere you make a citation and so citations are. Uh, we already mentioned Yelp, but it's your listing on these directory websites. So Angie's List, Yelp, uh, Yellow Pages, um, you know, for A- for real estate agents, it'd be Zillow or Realtor.com. It'd be, um, if you're an insurance agent, there's an insurance agent directory. If there's an attorney, there's an attorney directory. So these directories out there exist and um, it's worthwhile um, it's not worth a ton of money, but it's worthwhile to have your citations. That's actually why we built Ford Local. Um, FordLocal.com is a service that goes out and gets citations for you and sort of brings it all in base. But this podcast is not meant to be an advertisement for that, okay? So what you want is these citations. And so, uh, Yelp is actually an excellent one. Your, in your Facebook profile, believe it or not, your Facebook page, Again, same name, address, phone number—all of these need to be identical. And um, and I want you to be really careful of some of these companies um, that do things kind of like for local. Um, I think it's Yext or one of them, um, where they say, "Oh no, no, we'll take care of everything." Well, then you go and you look at your citations, and your citations have their phone number, right? It's, it's for tracking purposes, right? I'm I'm using air quotes again. You can't see them. Um, but you know, it's they're, they're using it for tracking purposes, so it makes sense, of course. Um, of course, it makes sense for them to use their website because, uh, again, it's for tracking purposes. That's that's great for tracking purposes, and to a certain extent, I may even agree with the practice. But in reality, if you decide to leave their service, you're starting all over again. And there's just too many great services um, I'd recommend myself for local, but there's too many great services out there that. Will take what you have and promote it versus taking what you have and then sort of charging you again for it, basically forcing you to rent um, your own uh, citations and so and your own built in your own uh, business. And what's worse is if you leave, now you have all these citations built up for that company. So avoid those kind of companies. If you can't control what website it is uh, and you can't control the phone number, like you can't take it with you, then um, I probably would not recommend those. I'm sorry if your company does that. Um, you know, Just make it possible where they can take the website with them and the, the phone number and you know I'll stop saying that. So anyway, um, so you wanna go build citations. So again, you want your Google My Business, you wanna start building citations that are exactly the same as that. And then uh, the next thing is you want to make sure that the link, the website that you're sending them to makes sense for them to come there. So a lot of business owners will use their homepage, and that's great. Um, You know, if you're a real estate agent and you serve uh, Metro Atlanta, for instance, and let's say you have a Google My Business and your office is in a suburb that's actually like 40 minutes from Atlanta. But your homepage says you're Atlanta's number one agent, like there's actually someone I'm thinking about right now. And this guy is like a killer agent. He sells like a thousand something homes a year, and but his office is almost an hour outside of Atlanta. All right. So his homepage has nothing but uh, Actually, it didn't have a lot of content on his homepage, um, but it's mostly Atlanta-based stuff. Well, that's not going to help his local Google My Business page, and he probably doesn't care because you know, he's getting all this other business. But if I was a local real estate agent and I wanted to get business from my local, my Google My Business, then I want my homepage or whatever page I'm sending it to, they call it the landing page. You know, you digital marketers out there are wondering why I haven't mentioned landing page. But you want the landing page to actually say what the, the listing's about. So if your business is in, say, um, Richardson, Texas, then it doesn't make any sense for you to talk about Dallas-Fort Worth. What you want the page to land on is either your homepage, which talks about Richardson, or a page that says something about Richardson. Okay. It doesn't mean, again, I'm still going back a few episodes, still stressing do not stuff the keywords, please. But if you've got a page specific to your hometown where your office is, please link to that. It's going to help you rank better because Google's going to go, oh, look, the page he's sending customers to is about this area. And that's really what they're trying to do, is um, at some point they're going to start pushing down the map listings to only their paid people, um, but right now you can still get business from that. So, so please you know, just do that, um, optimize your homepage. The last thing that you could do is, if you're on WordPress for instance, it's much easier, is to put schema on the page. Now what schema is, is um, and i'll put a link on this on the show notes but basically it's where you're telling google what each piece of information is on your website so for instance um, if you have your name address and phone number on your website which you should you should make that part of your footer by the way that's like a huge tip i totally missed but make sure your 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 name address and phone number are on just put it on the footer and that's fine Um, make sure it's on the landing page And then on the schema, you can actually address it, name, address, and phone number. And then what this does, it tells Google, hey, this is actually, this page is about that page. And so it just continues to draw the connection stronger. It will help you, um, I don't know how much, I don't know if there's like a certain percentage that it helps you, but it'll help you um, with the rankings for your page. Um, And it's also one of the few ways to get stars on the results. So if you ever did a Google search and you see little stars below the search, it's with the schema markup. So um, there'll be a link to that on there. The easiest way to do it is with a plugin. Um, If you're a little bit more tech savvy, uh, Google actually has this great website that you can do where you actually can click on the pieces of content on your site and start to label it and it'll actually spit it out for you. So you can totally do that. I will link to it in the show notes. So just a few other things that um, you will wanna do on your landing page is you've got the schema on there like we talked about. Um, I would definitely put text to mobile, get directions, helpful features on your website, um, because again, you have an opportunity if you wanna use this page as sort of your base of operations page to know that some of your traffic is gonna be coming off of mobile. In fact, over I think it's like 53% of people are now searching on tablets or or mobile phones, and so you you know more than half are using that. So just make it easy for them. Google is actually going to reward you for that. Um, if you have multiple locations, then make sure that there's some sort of logical that this is landing on your sort of logical page. Uh, so if you've got a city name. Um, you know, if you're in um, multiple states, for instance, then it should, you, know, you should have a, a page for that location. Um, so just make sure you do that. Uh, there is an awesome opportunity in local SEO for events, um, so you can actually leverage events through Google My Business, through Google Plus, um, as well as obviously having events on your page. And in fact, events can be schema as well. Um, the other place is coupons coupons is kind of a cool thing that you can do with Google My Business, and recently they released something called Posts, which is kind of like a way for you to have sort of flash sales or flash news, Um, and it happens in what's called a knowledge graph, and you can actually see that uh, kind of a neat way to interact with people if you're leveraging Google My Business, which of course you should. Um, The other thing that you need to do with your Google My Business is take pictures, photos, videos of the store location. I would be loading up your landing page with that stuff uh, not I shouldn't say loading it up you're gonna go wrong and it's gonna be really heavy and it's gonna take a long time to load but you should put that stuff on your site but also load it on your Google my business page Um, definitely do that of course reviews are the key to the whole thing make sure you get reviews also as a side note it's important for you not to just get reviews on Google My Business. That would be my primary. I would always say, you know, look, if you're only going to review me one place, review me on Google. But if I can get you to review me on two places, then please review me on Google and you review me on somewhere else. Now, keep in mind, um, some of the sites are going to be specific to the niche and in the industry that you're in, um, but also understand the way the reviews work. So, for instance, um, Yelp. If the person is not a Yelper, uh, making, he doesn't make a lot of reviews, their review will get pushed down, okay? Unless they give you a bad review, and then it gets pushed up, you know, because they want you to pay for that. Um, but if you, uh, if you say, hey, review me on Google and review me on Yelp, but they don't have a Yelp account, and they create one just to review you, it's not a whole lot of help. So find out where else they are. Hopefully you're in a business where you can actually ask that question. Hey, where do you go to find service providers? Oh, I go on this website. Great, can you send me a review there? Remember on, uh, on the last episode, we talked about Nextdoor. What a great way, get, get a review on Google and get one on Nextdoor. But if they are a Yelper, I would take the review from Yelp. Um, same thing with Yellow Pages or somewhere else. Um, I would spread those out. Ideally get at least four to five and all the other ones and I would load up Google Um, Facebook's another great one. If you're Facebook friends with someone, um, or you know about them on Facebook, get them to review you on Facebook. Um, It's still a good secondary review. Any review is a good as long as it's a good review, is a good review. Um, But definitely some are worth more than others, you know. uh, A review on bizjournal.com might not be quite as good as, like I said, we said Yelp, but the primary one that you want is definitely google so hopefully this was helpful this was our coverage of local seo um, trying to talk about some things really we got in depth with the landing page um, which is really key to that Um, again i'll put some of this stuff on the show notes and as always i would love your feedback at podcasts at fordmarketing.com please remember rate review subscribe i would love to um Uh, to just continue to bring value to you guys. So please let me know how I can do that. And I will catch you next week.